0: Job chapter 30 But now they laugh at me men who are younger than I whose fathers I would have disdained to set with the dogs of my flock what could I gain from the strength of their hands men whose vigor is gone through the want and hard hunger they gnaw the dry ground by night in waste and desolation they pick saltwort in the leaves of bushes, and the roots of the broom-tree for their food. They are driven out from human company. They shout after them as after a thief. In the gullies of the torrents they must dwell, in holes of the earth and of the rocks. Among the bushes they bray, under the nestles they huddle together. A senseless, a nameless brood, they have been whipped out of the land. And now I have become their song. I am a byword to them. They abhor me. They keep aloof from me. They do not hesitate to spit at the sight of me because God has loosed my cord and humbled me. They have cast off restraint in my presence and my right hand, the rabble rise. They push away my feet. They cast up against me their ways of destruction. They break up their path. They promote my calamity. They need no one to help them. As though a wide breach, they came. Amid the crash, they roll on. Terrors are turned upon me. My honor is pursued as by the wind, and my prosperity has passed away like a cloud. And now my soul is poured out within me. Days of affliction have taken hold of me. The night racks my bones, and the pain that gnaws me takes no rest. With great force, my garment is disfigured. It binds me about like the collar of my tunic. God has cast me into the mire, and I have become like dust and ashes. I cry to you for help, and you do not answer me. I stand, and you only look at me. You have turned cruel to me. With the might of your hand, you persecute me. You lift me up on the wind. You make me ride on it. And you toss me about in the roar of the storm. For I know that you will bring me to death and to the house appointed for all living. Yet does not one in a heap of ruins stretch out his hand and in his disaster cry for help? Did not I weep for him whose day was hard? was not my soul grieved for the needy. But when I hoped for good, evil came, and when I waited for light, darkness came. My inward parts are in turmoil, and never still days of affliction come to meet me. I go about darkened, but not by the sun. I stand up in the assembly and cry for help. I am a brother of jackals and a companion of ostriches. My skin turns black and falls from me, and my bones burn with heat. My lyre, is turned to mourning, and my pipe to the voice of those who weep. Chapter 31. Job's Final Appeal I have made a covenant with my eyes. How then could I gaze at a virgin? What would be my portion from God above, and my heritage from the Almighty on high? Is not calamity for the unrighteous, and disaster for the workers of iniquity? Does not he see my ways, and number all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot had hastened to deceit, let me be weighed in a just balance, and let God know my integrity. If my step has turned aside from the way, and my heart has gone after my eyes, and if any spot has stuck to my hands, then let me sow, and another eat, and let what grows for me be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed toward a woman, and I have lain in wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let others— bow down on her. For that would be a heinous crime that would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for that would be a fire that consumes as far as Abaddon, and it would burn to the root all my increase. If I have rejected the cause of my manservant or my maidservant, when they brought a complaint against me, what then shall I do when God rises up? When he makes inquiry, what shall I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make him? and did not one fashion us in the womb? If I have withheld anything that the poor desired, or have caused the eye of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and if the fatherless has not eaten of it, for from my youth the fatherless grew up with me as with the father, and from my mother's womb I guided the widow. If I have seen anyone perish for lack of clothing, or the needy, without covering, if his body has not blessed me, and if he was not warmed with my fleece of my sheep, if I have raised my hand against the fatherless, because I saw my help in the gate, then let my shoulder blade fall from my shoulder, and let my arm be broken from its socket, for I was in terror of calamity from God, and I could not have faced his majesty. If I have made gold my trust or called fine gold my confidence, if I have rejoiced because my wealth was abundant or because my hand had found much, if I had looked at the sun when it shone or the moon moving in splendor, and my heart has been strictly enticed and my mouth has kissed my hand, this also would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for I would have been false to God above. And if I have rejoiced at the ruin of him who hated me, or exulted when evil overtook him, I have not let my mouth sin by asking for his life with the curse. If the men of my tent have not said, Who is there that has not been filled with his meat? The sojourner has not lodged in the street, I have opened my doors to the traveller. If I have concealed my transgressions as others do, by hiding my iniquity in my heart, because I stood in great fear of the multitude, and the contempt of families terrified me, so that I kept silence, and did not go out of doors, oh, that I had one to hear me, here is my signature, let the Almighty answer me, oh, that I had the indictment written by my adversary, surely I would carry it on my shoulder, I would bind it on me as a crown, I would give him an account of all my steps. Like a prince, I would approach him. If my land has cried out against me, and its furrows have wept together, if I have eaten its yield without payment, and made its owners breathe their last, then let thorns grow instead of wheat, and foul weeds instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. Chapter 32 Elihu Rebukes Job's Three Friends So these three men ceased to answer Job, because he was righteous in his own eyes. Then Elihu, the son of Barakal, the Buzite of the family of Ram, burned with anger. He burned with anger at Job, because he justified himself rather than God. He burned with anger also at Job's three friends, because they had found no answer, although they had declared Job to be in the wrong. Now Elihu had waited to speak to Job, because they were older than he. And when Elihu saw that there was no answer in the mouth of these three men, he burned with anger. And Elihu, the son of Barakal, the Buzite, answered and said, I am young in years, and you are aged. Therefore I was timid and afraid to declare my opinion to you. I said, Let days speak and many years teach wisdom. But it is the spirit in man the breath of the Almighty that makes him understand. It is not the old who are wise, nor the aged who understand what is right. Therefore I say, listen to me, let me alone declare my opinion. Behold, I waited for your words, I listened for your wise saying, while you searched out what to say. I gave you my attention, and behold, there was none among you who refuted Job, or who answered his words. Beware, lest you say, we have found wisdom." God may vanquish him, not a man. He has not directed his words against me, and I will not answer him with your speeches. They are dismayed. They answer no more. They have not a word to say. And shall I wait because they do not speak, because they stand there and answer no more? I also will answer with my share. I also will declare my opinion. For I am full of words. The spirit within me constrains me. Behold, my belly is like wine that has no vent, like new wineskins ready to burst. I must speak, that I may find relief. I must open my lips and answer. I will not show partiality to any man, or use flattery toward any person, for I do not know how to flatter, else my Maker would soon take me away. Chapter 33. Elihu rebukes Job. But now hear my speech, O Job, and listen to all my words. Behold, I open my mouth. The tongue in my mouth speaks. My words declare the uprightness of my heart. And what my lips know, they speak sincerely. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gave me life. Answer me if you can. Set your words in order before me. Take your stand. Behold, I am toward God as you are. I too was pinched off from a piece of clay. Behold, no fear of me need terrify you. My pressure will not be heavy upon you. Surely you have spoken in my ears, and I have heard the sound of your words. You say, I am pure without transgression. I am clean, and there is no iniquity in me. Behold, he finds occasions against me. He counts me as his enemy. He puts my feet in the stocks and watches all my paths. Behold, in this you are not right. I will answer you, for God is greater than man. Why do you contend against him, saying, He will answer none of man's words? For God speaks in one way, and in two, though man does not perceive it, in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on men while they slumber on their beds, then he opens the ears of men and terrifies them with warnings that he may turn man aside from his deed and conceal pride from a man. He keeps back his soul from the pit, his life from perishing by the sword. Man is also rebuked with pain on his bed, and with continual strife in his bones, so that his life loathes bread, and his appetite the choicest food. His flesh is so wasted away that it cannot be seen, and his bones that were not seen stick out. His soul draws near the pit, and his life to those who bring death. If there be for him an angel, a mediator, one of the thousand, to declare to man what is right for him, and he is merciful to him, and says... Deliver him from going down into the pit. I have found a ransom. Let his flesh become fresh with youth, and let him return to the days of his youthful vigor. Then man prays to God, and he accepts him, and he sees his face with a shout of joy, and he restores to man his righteousness. He sings before men and says, I sinned, and perverted what was right, and it was not repaid to me. He has redeemed my soul from going down into the pit and my life shall look upon the light. Behold, God does all these things twice, three times with the man, to bring back his soul from the pit, that he may be lighted with the light of life. Pay attention, O Job, listen to me. Be silent, and I will speak. If you have any words, answer me. Speak, for I desire to justify you. If not, listen to me. Be silent, and I will teach you wisdom.